Welcome to the Pull the Shoot podcast with Jeff and Jana. This is our weekly venture into the world of small to medium-sized businesses and the entrepreneurial spirit that drives success. So our goal here is to help you grow and to be the best you can be, both in business and personally. To do that, we identify and we discuss topics that will hopefully help you as you work to build a successful business. We also interview business owners and executives. It's our hope that you may be able to gain insight on ways to help you be a better leader and provide a better culture for your people. Our mission here is to help you pull the chute once a week to work on your business instead of always working in your business. So we hope you find these discussions insightful, helpful, and useful. And thanks for your support. We hope you enjoy today's podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the Pull the Shoot podcast. We are so glad that you are here. Jeff and Jana, we're back, and we're excited to have an open discussion today. Just Jana and I, we're just going to talk through some stuff. Jana, so glad to have you with me as always. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I know. You know it's nice here. It's nice here. How's it up north of town for you? Yeah, well, I was up in Chicago for a few days. It was a rainy. It's the reason I left Chicago. It was oh, wow. It was six straight days. And oh I'm my like, gosh, just, Jeff! I didn't realize that. That I knew Chicago was cold, but I didn't realize it got that much rain. Yeah, it was just. It's been. It was ugly. It was an ugly six days as far as weather. It was great yeah. to be able to see the kids, but yeah, uh, yeah no, I'm excited. It was uh, back in Nashville. Things are great, uh, but you know, I wanted to bring up Jenny. You recently did a keynote, right? I did. I did for the Tennessee uh, Society of Certified Public Accountants. It was a women's leadership forum. So it was, it, we had one dude there that was the videographer and, and <laughs> IT guy, but otherwise it was all women. But on that note, it, you know, they were doing their education and it was, it was a very interesting keynote. I am passionate right now about talking about multi-generational communication because it is so prevalent. It's the one thing that I'm getting asked to discuss in businesses a lot. So I think we're going to dive into that a little bit today, Jeff, because it is, it's, you and I have talked about it a lot with, even with the people we've had on the podcast. Right. Oh yeah. It is, it is a real thing. And I think there's three dynamics that are going on. Number one, we have more people over 55 baby boomers that are in the workforce now all the way up into their early eighties. So there are vast differences between that generation and the Gen Xers, the Millennials, and the Gen Zers, which are four distinct generations. And on top of that, to complicate it, the Gen Y slash Millennials um, actually have kind of two sectors within their, you know, within their years of being a very specific generation, because the Millennials on the younger side have a little bit different issue than the Gen Yers. Um, But That's one factor is that we've got a lot more baby boomers. Number two, we have mid-level people in management now, like those Gen Y slash millennials, you know, that 30, early 30 to mid 40s are a lot of times the executives, right? So Mm -hmm. they're having to manage or boss around as it were Gen Zers and baby boomers. And so there is, and there's a huge language barrier you know, big language differences between the Gen Zers and baby boomers, but even so with the Gen Xers and the millennials. So we talked a little bit about that. When you say language barriers, do you mean uh, language barriers as far as what they say or language barriers about how they communicate? I think that's a great point. It's really how they communicate. Yes, there's a little bit of slang used now or simplification of language versus what it was 25 years ago, 30 years ago for the baby boomers. Mm -hmm. 
um, but it's also how they communicate. That's the biggest thing, Jeff, because the older generation still really like um, to communicate via face-to-face on a telephone, uh, in meetings, for example, because they you really do get a sense of everybody's, and we've talked about this, everybody's uh, mood, everybody's understanding of the language of the business or the prod, pro, processes and procedures. And, you know, the younger generations, they're just not used to having that much face time, face to face time. They're much more into technology. They were raised in technology. So that's what they understand the most. And so everything to them is very condensed and and very quick. They they live by texts, short emails, this kind of communication. So and even on Zoom, it's a little bit different. You know, I've talked about that before, too. Like, you can really tell when somebody's engaged on Zoom more than you can if they're in an email or if they don't turn their camera on, for example. Right. You know, So I think it's really, it's just a, a, a lot of confusion and misunderstanding of the generational issues, I think. So a lot of what we talk about in those keynotes, when I when I identify the four generations, I identify their strengths and their weaknesses or their strengths and their challenges is what I call them rather than weaknesses. And then I talk about how can we resolve this? And there are there are real clear ways to resolve the issues. I talk about my three C's, the clear, commanding and compelling communication. That's number one, clear, concise and compelling, rather my three C's. So that, yes, you can be concise. You can you can really um, edit it down, but you still have to have clear understanding of why things are the way they are in a business. And the younger generations sometimes don't want to take the time to understand that. They don't realize that that's an important thing. The baby boomers absolutely understand that, you know, just because they were raised with policies and procedures and meetings, and this is the playbook and this is how we do the business. So it's kind of interesting to get in there and to kind of coach through you know, those kinds of issues, because I ask questions with with my people when I'm delivering these kinds of things and say, OK, what are your challenges? Right. One question was 30 uh, something saying, you know, I am I am the manager of a team of 15 people and probably 30 percent of those people are baby boomers because it is accounting and it, it is a more traditional type of business, you know, business right. model. Right. So it was really interesting to kind of talk through what can we do? You know, how do we how do we make them feel good as well as the Gen Zers? How do we make right. them feel good? You know? Well, you know, and that gets, you know, I'm going to go off a little bit of uh, off course here, but it, it really hits a hot spot for me, which is, you know, we put people in charge of roles of leadership, but we don't teach them how to be leaders. Right. right? And so right. that's, that's part of the struggle. It's communication, which you've just been, you know, spending some time talking about, but it's also about, you know, just how do you be a real good leader as well? You know, yes. and that's, that's a combination of understanding uh, who they're talking to, how to talk to them, um, how to communicate with them, how to lay out the expectations in a way that is not condescending, in a way that is um, uh, appreciative of what they do, a way that mm-hmm. where they can um, um, feel like they're in control, yet um, they know that they're uh, kind of pushing through their agenda to get things done the way they want to get it done. But in a nice right. way, yeah, it goes back to the communication. Really, it does. Absolutely, it does. And there's ways for baby boomers, you know, for the older generation in the workforce to feel uh, valued and to feel respected because they have the history. They have the, and here's what I tell a lot of the younger generation. I say, listen, guys, here's the deal. 
American business, you know, the United States capital capitalism, however you want to verbalize it or look at it, wouldn't be in the position that it's in the success rate that it is in if it hadn't been for this older these older generational people and these people that hung in for the long haul because back then in the 50s 60s 70s when a lot of these businesses were being built that's what you did you didn't bounce around from job to job you yeah. stayed the course and you stayed the procedures and the policies of the business structure, which is how it grew and multiplied and whatever it did. So there is a little bit of that. Yes, there there might be technological differences or technological issues for a baby boomer. They're a little bit slower to learn some of these, some of the technology that's new and quicker. But by the same token, we are now a business that is very customer service and service driven. Our business, our mid level and small businesses in this country are very service driven. Yeah. Uh, And that is back to face to face with the client, understanding the client's needs, maybe bending the rules a little bit. And that's something that the the millennials and the Gen Zers sometimes are challenged with because they want to do it a quick and easy way. And they're not as willing to understand that sometimes you've got to give them a carte blanche or you've got to give them a a customized plan. Again, whatever your business model is. So there's a little of all of that that's going on. And it's just a matter of understanding the generations. And so what's interesting for us, Jeff, you and I as coaches is going into these businesses and helping them through these issues. And a lot of what I talk about is um, sort of an integration system that I offer, you know, that I have a program for, for some of these businesses where you go in, you say, okay, let's get everybody in the room on a Friday afternoon. Let's have some fun. Let's figure out a little bit of team building, but let's also just break down what the heck's going on here. How can the older generation help the younger generation Mm -hmm. in some of these ways that they used to do it? And then how can the younger generation clean things up, maybe make things faster, more efficient, that kind of thing for the older generation so that they understand why the younger generation is communicating or doing things the way they do it. So it's really just people communicating on a face-to-face kind of level and, yeah. and understanding. And, and it's, I think it's interesting because, you know, what we have to is, and, you know, you and I are baby boomers. So what we have to keep in mind is that our way isn't always the right way and there might be a better way to do it. Exactly. It take as long. Right. And that's one of the struggles I think that the baby boomers have. It's mm-hmm. like, wait, why, why are we taking the shortcut? Um, and sometimes it's okay to take the shortcut or just to do it different. Maybe shortcut's not the right word, but just to do it differently um, yes. because I've always done it a certain way. doesn't mean it's the right way. Right. That's and exactly so, right. And that's we, okay. We have to be open. To that. And I think that's a, that's a great point, Jeff, because here's the deal. Like you said, sometimes there is a, a better way to do it than we used to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But of, and that is something that I think most of the people I know that are in that that category, that you know, end of the Gen X into baby boomers, are perfectly willing to listen to a more efficient way. But then, on the other hand, the generate you know the Gen Zers also have to respect that there are still processes by which you get to the end result. Sometimes you can't just dish through B, C, and D to get to E, you know what I mean? From right. A to E, yeah. 90 mile, nine miles an hour. Sometimes yeah. it takes a little bit more time to develop trust, respect, customer service, you know, all of those kinds of things that your client really is looking for. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's funny. I talk to people all the time. You know, there are certain times where my brain goes from A to D uh, and I don't need the B and C to get to the end result. Uh-huh. 
but that's just my brain. That isn't the process, right? That's right. Sometimes the process, you do need to go through the B and C to make sure that all your I's are dotted, your T's are crossed when you get to the D level. That's of right. Um, and I think that's important. We got to remind our younger generations that there is, there, you know, there might be shortcuts, but there are reasons also that we have to go through the B and C and they just have that's to right. remember that's that right. and do that. So what, yeah. when, when you um, do some of these uh, workshops, you know, you're, you're talking about the communication skills. What do you think overall, what, what are what are some of the biggest challenges that you've heard back from people? I know we talked about I one, think, what are some other ones? I think that's, yeah. So here is what I have found. What's pretty interesting is we all oftentimes are saying or desiring the same thing. It's just, we have different ways at getting to the final result. I think the younger generations oftentimes are conscientious about the planet or about how we're doing things or about making sure that we're all feeling respected and good. And, you know, that we're balancing our work life or whatever, however you want to look at that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think a lot of times they get a bad rap in being so quick or so not willing to hang in at one company for a while they're bouncing around, but ultimately what they're looking for is similar to what a baby boomer might have been looking for, you know, 20 some years ago. And that is to feel like they are respected. Like they, we talk about a lot, like their butt is in the right seat. Mm -hmm. You know, like there is an opportunity for a younger generational worker to uh, give and to be, um, be to be giving and doing something that is worthwhile within the business. So that's a challenge because they might not understand how to verbalize that or how to communicate that because right. they're not used to face-to-face communication. By the same token, I think the baby boomer is willing to listen and learn or do it a better, faster, easier way that's mm-hmm. more efficient. But sometimes if the younger generation doesn't know how to teach that or communicate that they would rather just do it themselves because they're not, they don't tend to be team players as well. They are more solopreneur and entrepreneurial in the way they deal with things because of the way they were raised, you know, Mm -hmm. with technology. And so I think a lot of this is just, again, getting your communication really clear. So the way you do that is number one, you ask the questions if you're leading the team or the meeting or whatever it is, the platform at which we're all getting in the room and talking face-to-face, right. it's not a te- telephone, it's not an email, it's face-to-face so you understand all of the other communication elements that go in that are nonverbal. The eyes, the body, what are they trying to say? And you lead it in a very clean way. You ask the question and you let everybody put in their two cents And then you re-ask the question either in a little bit different way or you ask them to mimic back what they heard because that's where the real interesting thing comes in. I just gave you five sentences as to how to do this, Mr. You know, Mr. And this business person. Now tell me what you actually heard. And what's interesting is a lot of these people hear it differently. So that's where you've got to get down to, let's figure out what language we're just going to use in this company or in this group or in this, you know, sales team or C-suite, even the C-level people, let's all talk the same language first. And then we're going to start understanding and breaking down, you know, how we're different and what strengths and weaknesses we have within that company structure and how to fix it. 
Yeah, no, I think that's great. You know, you, you, you made a comment earlier in that dissertation about respect too. And I want to come back to that because, you know, one of the things across multi-generational people is that um, the younger one, for some reason, the Gen Zers and the, um, the Gen Xers, I'm sorry, the millennials, um, yeah. I'll feel like they just should receive respect versus yes. to earn respect. That's exactly right. And, and that's, that's where the boomers can come in and go, guess what, guys? Yeah. That's not how you buy. You don't buy respect. And right. you're young and you I have 30 years of experience and you have two. Right. That's a big difference because every single one of those years brought up something, some issue that I had to solve or I had to figure out a solution for. And there's nothing better, as we say over and over again in business than experience. There's experience is the best teacher, period. Absolutely. So that's a great point, Jeff. Yeah, they well, don't. I, I think it's, you know, the other thing I want, I want to say to our listeners is, you know, just because you only have two years experience doesn't mean you can't be respected, but it's how you communicate. Yes, that, that that you can be respected as well. Right. So, right. you know, if you come in with with a, uh, a jealousy or a attitude or whatever um, and you and you miscommunicate, then it's going to be harder for people to respect you. But if you kind of come in uh, being open to hear other people, mm-hmm. being open to support other people, being a team player, willing to walk shoulder to shoulder with your with your uh, employees, there's a different level of respect that can happen, even if you only have two years of experience, but you're showing that you respect them as well. And I think that's the key. A lot of times, Um, you know, it's not about you. It's about that. You know, Oh, that's so true. And here's another thing you and I talked about this, which was fascinating to us when we had the introvert, you know, the introvert, who's a boss, he's a great leader and people love him. Why? Because a lot of times he'll say something and then he'll just listen. Yeah. Where extroverts tend to want to fix or help or, you know, talk around something or talk through it quickly and, you know, and and figure out a resolution. Sometimes the introverts are better at management because they just sit back and listen to everything before they offer any kind of advice or whatever. It, It is very interesting. I think the listening is key. I think breaking down the language barrier first so that we're all talking the same language uh-huh. is key. And then absolutely respect. We uh-huh. respect the younger generation because, <clears throat> excuse me, because they might have some fresh new ideas. Yeah. But the younger generation needs to respect the the older generation that has that experience level. Yeah, I absolutely, absolutely agree. Yeah. So this is such a great topic. We could keep talking about this for hours. I know you and I can can babble on for a long time, but uh, yeah. we're kind of nearing our time here. But you know, um, so Jenny, you do these keynotes periodically. Um, if someone's looking for for this type of keynote, how can they get a hold of you? Just go to janalandry.com. I've got um, several keynotes listed on there. Mal- the multi generational communication is on there. How to you know how to dazzle your listener if you're a presenter. You know how to do so- do an interesting keynote. If you do that, and in fact, if you do want to do that, and then some other leadership types of uh, keynotes, but yeah, go to my website. It's all on there. I've got a calendar. So book some time with me and we can talk about any, even if you just want to talk about not only being a keynote, but also if you have challenges within your business and you say, you know, I've got three people right now I'm managing. How do I communicate it? Just, yeah, shoot me a calendar and we can talk it through. Oh, love it. Love it. Yeah. Like, like you said, you and I could talk about this and we have talked about this a lot, but we feel like it's, it's one of those things that you can't talk about enough because um, I think really people need to be more aware that that is part of the struggle of, you know, businesses and the success of businesses and just mm-hmm. the society that we live in. I mean, it's the first time ever four generations of people um, are working together. And so that's exactly right. You know, in the history of our world. So it's kind of a unique situation as well. So yeah. 
Yeah, so I think we just got to keep, keep talking about this, Jan, and I'm sure this will come up on another one. Um, it's fun just for you and I to have these conversations. But, you know, as you as listeners are listening to these podcasts, if you'd like to be on the podcast, we would love to have you. Absolutely. We are, we are taking uh, people right now to, to build up for more. We are closing in. Uh, we just crossed over the 70 podcast border, which is amazing. Oh. To have 70 podcasts. And, and you know, the other part is, is that people all over the world, we are international. We talked about this on our last one. Um, we just got another one from the UK. So we've had Belgium, we've had Sweden, we got a couple from the UK. It just, it's starting to really take legs and, and we love talking about this stuff. So if you're interested in being on the podcast, please reach out to us, just email info at pulltheshoot.net. Um, but uh, don't forget, if you're looking for a great keynote on how to communicate with multi-generational uh, groups, uh, Jana is your girl. And so just reach out to her, janalandry.com. Uh, but uh, until the next time, Jana, let's uh, just kind of keep, keep this process going. So much fun whenever we get to talk. So it uh, sure is Jeff. Thanks. Thanks again for this. And yeah, people out there listening, let us know if you have questions. Sounds good. Until the next time, stay safe and be healthy.